The all-new Sprinter from Mercedes-Benz invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Rove McManus. That's right, Richard Marsden's boss has come in. <laughs> I've got two bosses looking at me at the moment. To offer a few explanations. Yeah. I should wear the glasses as well, yeah, so we can both look over the top of them like a school mom. Yeah, we'll be doing that. Nice class wag, look at him. Off air, Rove's just been telling me how he swore on last week's yeah. show, and nobody noticed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a rebel. <laughs> but I did it in a really pathetic way where I just kind of muttered it under my breath. Do you need new segments on that show of yours? I would love new segments, because we're you know getting close to the end of the year. Next year, we have to brainstorm. Oh, brainstorm. Ooh. I hate brainstorming. Blue, a blue sky session. Yes. yes. They have a regular blue sky and ideas shower ideas. in the boardroom <laughs> here. Ideas. You'll be drenched by the time you leave. Hey, uh, another one of Shanksy's uh, like secret plants has been unearthed by one of our listeners. Oh, 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 coming oh, up yeah, on yeah. Get This Around the Nation, the show that brought you the bloke who said this. You can take my license, but you'll never take my tequila! Explanation forthcoming. <laughs> That's New Order. That'd be the bizarre love triangle. That's what we've got here. Myself, Tony Martin, that man, Ed Cavalier, and Richard Marsland on the buttons. Wow. And what about his other boss? It's Rove McManus. Dun, da, da, dun. Oh, yeah. I'm the acute angle. Are you just? I don't know, whatever. Don't bring maths into it. Whatever you do, don't bring maths into it. Much too early for trigonometry on this program. <laughs> Richard Marsden, how did he get his job on your yeah. program, Rove? We slept together. Oh, oh, yeah, so he answers it. He answers it. Yeah. Ooh. No, it was through, through Peter Hellier. Yeah. When, when he was working in the building, and uh, and he said, there's this guy, this young upstart, this uh, up-and-comer oh. who's writing good stuff. And so we used to, uh, Richard would just, he would just submit lines yeah, there we go. for a while there. And the lines were working. We liked it. Those yeah. lines became sentences. Those sentences yeah. became paragraphs. <laughs> and before you know it, he's putting on a kilt, <laughs> standing in the, just out the front of our office, yeah. pretending to be Mel Gibson in Braveheart. A model of unfulfilled potential. And he used to sidekick it to Anne Wills on the Adelaide Morning Television. Oh, Did you ever see any of that? I'm a big fan of Anne Wills. Absolutely. <laughs> What's happened to Anne? Uh, she on she, the source? She did some, uh, she did some morning <laughs> She on the source, <laughs> So you were like the Lawrence Mooney to her Denise Drysdale. That's exactly what I was. Yeah. Uh, come in and provide nuttier sides. But she's and, been axed. And yeah. where is she now? Uh, well, the last, every time you hear about her, she's she's suing someone. Uh-huh. Um, she slipped over in a furniture store and she broke her ankle. So that was that was a good six months worth of... In a furniture and, store? Yeah, now, and when you slip over in a furniture store, wouldn't you just oh. say, just by... By sheer law of averages, you should land on something before you hit the ground. Which is a settee, a couch, an armchair. It slipped over. I thought you said she'd slept over at a furniture store. I go, you think it's that bad. Fred Wills. Now, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, there was a couple of episodes ago where it was just about a world of Marsland. And uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, the first was. opening segment, we had uh, you not only starring as um, in the, the sex video Craig for Craig McDermott, yeah, you yeah. also did the voiceover for it. Yeah, really. and, and then, then he, later on, we're in, we're in the, the installment of Sex Office as the maintenance guy. There was yeah, a bit of below the desk work going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, what yeah. about this up, week? What's going, anything in store this week, Richard? Uh, I don't think I'm on board this week at all. Well, no. see, so this is the joy of a, of a Monday. You see, because this is where we kind of work out all the little uh, more topical things that normally we just shoot the day before or day of, and that's when we go, who's available? (laughs) Richard, you're our man. Well, uh, Richard, 
We've got an email here. Ryan's uh, emailed in and said that he's been getting uh, he's been getting spam emails from one Almeric Cluck. Ring any bells, Rich? Mm. No. Oh, no. really? Al- Almeric Cluck, no. Oh, really? Because he's wondering <laughs> if Ricky M has involved his uh, has evolved his Armitage pseudonym by creating a pseudonym pseudonym who happens to have copious amounts of Viagra. <laughs> To sell. What no. is this? Definitely not. Rich, no. is this... Uh... No, I was thinking about expanding it into a, some sort of company called Villaroy and Bock. Okay. Um, <laughs> the Armitage Shanks Empire, but no, definitely not that. I hope no, somebody out there can follow it. some of this. <laughs> Our show's out of control. A pseudonym with a pseudonym. A pseudonym yeah, on a pseudonym, pseudonym on a nickname. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be doubtless in the new Wikipedia or Citizendium. No, I can't follow that. It, no, cut well, I've been blocked no, from Wikipedia. Have you been blocked? My page has been shut down. What was going on in your page? I was the dad on ALF for three episodes. So I was David Hasselhoff's uh, cousin yeah. and I bred kangaroos. That's quite clean though. But I was the only person who had um, a, a very rare species of blue kangaroo <laughs> in the country. Oh, and no. then uh, uh, I uh, at one point put out the call to people to uh, make me part of some bizarre foreign film right. called Torre Molinos 73. <laughs> and, and so I was, and so therefore or I was added to that as the director or something, and that's when Wikipedia just went, bow, no more. <laughs> See, that's quite clean. Get out. He's found a blue kangaroo. <laughs> I mean, that's quite harmless, really. If you went to my page, it would be, he blew a kangaroo. That's what <laughs> it would say. Hey, and uh, then there'd be a padlock up and it'd all be over. Your, uh, your page has been unlocked, Rove. Yes! So, uh, it's Wiki- free. Wiki- it's Wiki- available. Wiki- Wikipedia vandals, you know what Let to do. them have it. Let them have it. <laughs> what else was going on over the weekend? Rove, you saw some sort of TV show There was where... a show that, had, and they've been teasing this for a while yeah. on, on your Fox 8, on your, your pay channel, and uh, it's called Black White. All right. Black and White, and it's oh, yeah. it's where they take they take an African-American family, black yes. family, and they put them in the white makeup. Then they take the white family, the Caucasians, yes. and they dress them in the black makeup. And what has hijinks and shoe? Hijinks in shoe. And so episode one was last night. Do you, and sorry, um, Rove, do you have yes. to swap lives completely? Like if I uh, like, mm. do the kids have to go? Like just swap this, go to the school that the other kids were well, at. Well, not so that? much the school, but they certainly have to go live the lifestyle. Okay, okay, so okay. like the the black father who's made to look <coughs> white had to go play golf and buy some shoes. <laughs> <laughs> shoes. Buy some shoes. <laughs> buy some shoes. <laughs> okay, and he was excited on. because he got. He got to use a shoehorn. It was the first time he went to a shoe store wow. and they had him use a shoe. It's a cultural eye opener. And I thought that's got nothing to do with the colour of his skin. I'm sure it's just where you go. Yeah. But there was uh, when they first put on their makeup and they're having to learn how to behave like a, a member of the opposite race. And uh, uh, first, first off was uh, the uh, the black mother who's made to look white. Yes. And she got a little excited and kind of dropped character straight away. I look up in the mirror and I'm like, damn. See, that would kind of be a giveaway for me. Yeah, well spotted. You're walk, walking into a store, hi ma'am, can I help you? Damn, I'm white. I've seen the ghost. Thomas, Thomas. She jumps on a stool. Um, then, um, How convincing is the makeup? It actually isn't too bad. The, the makeup was actually pretty good the, for some The makeup them. in White Chicks with the yeah. Wayans Brothers was... That <laughs> was really That disturbing. was a bit freaky. <laughs> it was a little bit freaky. And uh, then, obviously, they all had to get together for a bit of a, a powwow oh, session yeah, good, good, good. where the the uh, whites and the blacks would tell each other, here's what we do as a race that maybe yeah, you can yes, take on board. Yes, and let's, yeah. let's have an open forum, ask a few questions. And you're sitting there just looking at the white folk... Just going, please don't say anything to make us look bad. Don't make us all seem like we're ignorant racists, please. Oh, dear. What if all of us are having dinner together and there are 
pretty much equal blacks and whites, and then the whites leave and y'all start no. jiving. As jiving? <laughs> See, that's white. That's very white. Is it really? Is it really? She, is it really? She says. So if you, if all the blacks, uh, if the whites leave the room and the blacks all start jiving. Oh, is that is that a bit of white? Is that a white thing to say? Is Guys, it? let's start jiving. Yes. <laughs> that, that white woman's still here. Yeah, we'll pass pass the grits, please. And don't drink and jive. Be but, very careful. But Ed, you were correct. The, the makeup is very good. Very good. And, and uh, there's uh, the there's a mother and father and their daughter. Ah. So she's made up to look black and she has gone to a slam poetry session. Oh yes, please. <laughs> and uh, which is where they get up and they yeah. they. It's a poetry slam. They vent uh, their anger yeah, about yeah, yeah. the the uh, I don't know about the man the yeah, man yeah, yeah, about why yeah. he put him down and dressed they, as they a black put, man yeah. except they put it in rhyming couplets which oh, is yeah, really yeah. nice yeah, good. Uh, so uh, again she she was probably she looks the most convincing of all, all right, of good, them good, good. Uh, but then I think she kind of slipped up when oh, uh, when they were giving away some of their influences. I want everybody to introduce themselves and tell me your favorite entertainer. My name is Latoya Higgs. My favourite artist is Mary J. Blige. My name is Shereen Buzzkill and my favourite entertainer is Prince. Good. Blessed. I'm an avid Michael Jackson fan. My name is Jonathan. My favourite performers. Here she goes. My name is Rose and my favourite entertainer. I kind of love the cranberries. So, the cranberries. Diverse. Now, when there's someone in the group who says my favourite black performer is Michael Jackson, you think you're not going to struggle there. Much. But then when you you trump them with the cranberries, <laughs> which side of the fence does Michael Jackson fall on on that show? What have the cranberries <laughs> even been up to to be an influence to any young person? Uh, my favourite is Kajagoogoo. <laughs> do they meet? That's the thing. Do yeah. they turn them loose on each other? That would be the ending. That's what I'd like to see. Well, it's only episode one. Who knows what they've got down the track? Let's see a scene where a whole lot of uh, black policemen in whiteface are beating up uh, Rodney King dressed as a white man. But with that Shoehorn to give him a thrill. <laughs> That's some sizzle right there. Rose brought clips along. Black and white. Have Rose any of our no. people ever brought clips no, along? No, no, sir. So you add it to the pile no, of with sir. your Dickinsons and your Dickinsons. <laughs> Are you talking about Dickinson? Because I love, I love him. I uh, love him as much as you guys. And because, like Dickinson on today's show, we're gonna have an eye-popping, cracking lot of kit on that stand. That's him. <laughs> That's him, in case you don't know who we're talking about. I'm going to say to you, this is sheer heaven for me. <laughs> uh, and I'm drooling already with this pair, this huge pair of globes. He and uh, they're 25-inch globes. We're looking at over £200,000 for this magnificent pair of globes. Ooh, and yes. I, I'm going to say, these are probably the finest pair Same. of globes yes, that are on sale in the country today. Oh, my globes! That's constantly happening. <laughs> Are we running a bit late? I think we are. are we running late? They need to get a move on oh. because I can David. feel the pressure rising in my head. It's saying to me, something has got to be done. It is. Do you want to stick around, that Rose? Like, you know I do. That sounds like he's going to break out into song. And if a cracking piece. <laughs> and a load of kits, and that's coming up next. Globes! <laughs> That'd be jet. Put your money where your mouth is. Rove McManus is with us this morning. Uh, what does that mean? That means Rove must be on tomorrow night and those ARIA awards. Don't you make them? Yes, yes, the ARIAs are on uh, Sunday. Which All will right. be very exciting. 
Looking uh, forward um, to a bit of swearing. Gratuitous swearing. That's gratuitous what... swearing. Um, and uh, and who, I mean, there's there's always alcohol. There's yeah. always alcohol. Yeah. And, and when you get your musos in your alcohol. I mean, last, uh, not last year, year before, but uh, John Butler uh, kissed me on the human lips. Oh, that'd be right. And, yeah. and you know, he's a fairly placid guy. But when, when John Butler's getting on the turbs and getting a bit yeah. rock and roll... It doesn't matter for a folky guy. When that happened, did Michael Gadinsky leap from his chair and just punch the air for no reason? He just loved it. He's constantly doing that. (laughs) I mentioned gratuitous swearing. We were going to have some gratuitous swearing in this spot. Mm, I was up all last night recording uh, Tony Soprano calling Channel Nine to complain about them moving his show around because they've—I don't know if they do this on Channel Ten, but Channel Nine—they just move shows around. If you noticed it, they—they whacked it. It's supposed midnight. (laughs) It was taken to the tar pits. (laughs) (laughs) It was supposed to be on at midnight, but now I understand is it being move back again. 10.30 again, so it's had oh, it's had three time slots in five episodes. Sexy new time. <laughs> Keeping it a moving target. <laughs> it's like, you know, in The Godfather where they have to hit the mattresses. That's what that show has done. It's like a three-card Monty game with the Sopranos. You can, yeah. The only way you can get it is to get it out the boot of a car of one of the Sopranos. <laughs> so is there, is there much of a difference to sort of put it on at midnight? Then they go, no, we've moved it to 10.30, so yeah. that'll keep them happy. But I don't... Is that How does it work for language? Because there was fairly fruity language on the Sex and the City, and that went out at 9.30. It did. It right? did. So how does that work? I don't when, know. When does it start being no holds barred? Like at what point, what time of night? We're allowed to swear. At 9.30, we're allowed yeah, to swear. Right. But also I think because we're live, they kind of, they give us leniency. So I think we're allowed two F-bombs. Are you two? A two. So I would kind of think, so if we haven't, I, surely my logic would think, if therefore we don't use two in one episode, does that give us four for yes. the next? Do they accrue? I would hope so. By the, end, by the end of the year, that's our final <laughs> episode. Well, that's all we'll say. <laughs> you can spend a couple of those, Barsley. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, well, take, take them one. out. Use them. Use them. They're yours. I don't we know what... them up. Do you remember a few years ago, Rob Sitch got into a lot of trouble for swearing on the panel, for oh, dropping yeah. the F-word oh. at four minutes past 11. When the kids are awake. And, and also, it was in reference to Donna Gabay. <laughs> well. Wasn't it? <laughs> who was that? Exactly. I'm not sure that was who his Donna line. Gabay was. But, like, only a week earlier, the Prime Minister, John yeah. Howard's favourite movie, do you know what it is? He always says in interviews, four weddings in a funeral. Oh, yes. That's his favourite. That had gone out at 8.30 at night, and that opens with the F word about 100 times. Yes, it does. If you, you ever see the script of that movie, it's just Hugh Grant. Saying it over and over again. But saying it in a posh, nice voice. So it's all right, you see. I think that's okay. If it's a lovely F-bomb, it's a delightful F-bomb, it's acceptable. Four weddings and a funeral. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it's favourite film. I reckon, do you reckon he'd tear up during the uh, the funeral part of it? <laughs> or is it too much for him? He'll just fast forward that scene. <laughs> he just likes playing that bit about the Partridge family over and over again. <laughs> I reckon he'd be, he'd be doing that dialogue to the missus. Well, I think I love you. <laughs> How do we get here? Soprano sketch. Soprano sketch. Was, Couldn't do it. Got it in this morning. Put it in the machine. Machine chewed it up in. Uh, Five hours work. Uh, and then Matt retrieves it. Good work, Matty. And we go, we can put it to air. Sweet. And then he goes, I'm not going to have time to beep all these F words. <laughs> so I reckon I could do about 50 of them. But there's a hundred. It's about a hundred. Let's beep them live. So in that, in that, (laughs) (laughs) you could do it, Richard. You could do it. Anybody could. I know, but this panel's going to fall apart as soon as I hit it. Three buttons fall off. So, but as long as one of them isn't the beep button, you'll be fine. Come on, come on. I'm hoping we will have that bit 
uh, tomorrow when it's no longer topical. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you just at least tease and and let everybody know yeah, like what was the reaction? What did what, what did, did nine deal time. with it very well? Oh, uh, you'll hear it all tomorrow. <laughs> It's fruity, oh, yes. It's I feel like a donkey with a carrot in front of me. <laughs> yeah, I'll beep it, Tone. I know where I can tell. Yeah, you'll beep it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll beep it yeah, live. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you just why don't you just do a verbal beep? Yeah, that's what beep. I'm gonna do. Yeah. I'm just gonna speak out the beeps. Come on, Tone. <laughs> we had Bob Franklin drop uh, the magic last week. Yeah, he did. And Rove claims he did it on his show. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um muttered it. I muttered it to myself. <laughs> one other other otherwise. Uh, once uh, on air, that was back way back when we started on Channel Nine. Yes, and I and I just by accident, <laughs> by accident, yeah. because something was falling to pieces. And pieces, some segment <laughs> had been changed, and, and on my piece of paper, I just kept going, "Where's this?" And the pictures that kept coming up weren't matching what I had in front of me. So you went off. I just went, "Oh, effort then." All right. <laughs> and have you had? Has there ever been any big controversies? Ro, I've been on what six or seven years now. We had uh, we had uh, American comedian Scott Capuro on. Oh yeah. Who uh, who who uh, in the days when we used to? Because as comedians, you know what it's like when people go, "What's what are you going to do?" And you write out the material, and on paper you feel like having to say when you hand it in for them to check. Trust me, I deliver it a lot better than it reads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the way I say it. So we used to think, you know, I know what that's like. So as long as we have rough topics so we're not doubling up on, on gags, that's fine. Mm. So here's was something like, oh, I'm going to talk a little bit about religion, a little bit about <laughs> something, a little bit about something. Go, fine, no problem. And not realising that it would mean he was, his his religion material is about fornicating with major icons. Ah. And you go, yeah, okay, good, yeah. excellent. <laughs> Clean, like the, there was, the language was fine. <laughs> It was just the context. No, it was just that it clashed with all of your fornicating it with major did, icons it did. that week. You know? And uh, and unfortunately, because uh, it's not an interview, so he's just there by himself. <laughs> and for the first time, it, it's strange how your body actually sort of seems to leave your mind behind. And okay. I was just sitting there going, maybe, just maybe, this isn't being broadcast live <laughs> to a nation of people. Maybe somewhere, like a, a crow has landed on our antenna and pecked the heart of it out, and this isn't being broadcast. <laughs> hey, Rove, at what point was there, is there anything that could go on that where you'd go, all right, that's it, and you'd cut away, go, some, go to something else? Uh, at what point would you go, okay, because for that's the enough, Marsland. The naughtiest home video show was Best a, show ever. a it, child touching a kangaroo's genitals was where Kerry Packer sure? drew the line. It wasn't at the conga line with the, the big sort of Afghan dog at the, the, the back of it? Yeah. Wasn't that, it? that sounds great. No. <laughs> that sounds great. You, no, they, you know that they down. show that one now, pixelated. They yeah. show it blurred out. Yeah, it's really? A, it's yeah, a yeah, Menti's yeah. commercial now. <laughs> 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 but what, okay, so, because I'm trying to think a few years ago, I reckon my favourite thing I have ever seen on Australian TV. It's a knockout. No. Oh. Ooh, big call. Cool. Alan Jones. On the Kerry Ann Midday Show, oh, yeah. the day after Chopper Reed had been on El McFeast. Did you ever see that? Oh, no. It was gold. I mean, it was already gold before it happened <laughs> because El McFeast had been uh, had had uh, Chopper, Chopper Reed on drunk. That's and right. And he'd said all this stuff. And the next <laughs> having day. Having a giggle. He's having a giggle. And Kerry Ann got the crampons on and fought her way to the top of the moral high ground <laughs> to look down upon everyone else. And she's gone. And you couldn't write a funnier joke than this, could you? I think it's a disgrace that they even give a man like that a, a platform for his views. We've got him on the line now. <laughs> You're joking. And she had Chopper Reed on the phone. Alan Jones was sitting there. 
and Alan <laughs> wearing a pair of, of pea green slacks. <laughs> and Jonesy's decided to look like a big man, take on yeah. Chopper, and right, yeah. such a bad move on yeah. live TV. Why would Chopper have to? Alan Jones has gone, oh, look, you're a disgusting man, and they shouldn't be giving... It is a fine line between Alan Jones mm. and John Michael Howes and I. <laughs> you know it. It's that 1% gene difference, exactly. mouses, humans. It's that same thing. Mouse and Jones. And Chopper's just bided his time. Mm. And then, I won't say what he said, but it was a reference to a certain incident in a certain toilet block. <laughs> ah. And How did was, Jonesy take that? And it was just like, <laughs> bang, one punch, Jonesy on the ground. And Kerry Ann, because the voice was coming from the from the ceiling because he was on the phone. Like so, John Blackman in Hey Hey. Yeah, like that. But Kerry Ann actually Wait stood up and started waving at the ceiling. Right. She got out of her chair and started going, no, no, lose that. Get rid of him. Like waving at the sky. Wait a second, but Rose onto something. Yeah. If, if they need to spice up the Kerry Ann show, why yeah. not have Chopper on the line? Then John Blackman John style. John Blackman. That'd be great. Or he could come up like the little, like Dickie Knee, head on a stick. Mrs. K, Mrs. K. <laughs> what is it, Chopper? <laughs> Hear about that incident there? Talk. No, no, no. Chopper. No, Chopper. Gee, that's, that's good. A good that's idea. a good idea. That's good. They could use. They could really use that. The booth would be there. A little chopper, Dicky Knee puppet, actually voiced by Chopper Reed on the Kerry Ann show. That's almost as good as our idea of getting Nick Kershaw on the back of a flatbed truck with three synthesizers. (laughs) A drought touring around drought area. Drought solving the drought. Nearly as good. Nearly as good. Have you got anything that good on your show, Rove? No. Nick Kershaw on the back of a truck. That's the problem. We need ideas like that. We need that kind of creativity that you guys come up with. But. A lot of it comes from our listeners. That's, oh, well, look, if they can do it, it, if they could have anything even remotely as good as Chopper Reed voicing a small <laughs> puppet head version <laughs> of himself on Kerry Ann's oh. 9am. Let's throw it out to the listeners. <laughs> New segments for Rove Life. That's right got to be next on Get This. Get This. Let's hope those boys can get their lives back on track and make up for the damage they've done. For the next big thing from Mercedes-Benz, the all-new Sprinter. Hey, it's get this around the nation on Triple M or on KOFM in Newcastle. Rove is with us this morning. Uh, you know, I can't find any dirt. You need uh, one of these Alan Jones books on you done, I reckon, Rove. <laughs> oh, you Would read that, that yet, Tone? I've, it's not, I was looking for it on the weekend. It's not out yet. Oh. The bits of the paper are so good. That's the rest of our Do you reckon the Chopper Reed bit would be in there? The Chopper Reed <laughs> Kerry ah. Ann incident would be in there? I'd like to think it's in there. There's so much gold. Now, do you, but do you find a book like this comes out and yes. everybody's got excerpts that they, they print? That's right. right. To the point where you sit there going, oh, well, that's obviously all the best bits. Why yeah. would you otherwise oh, need to go yeah. buy the book? It's The Shane Warne book was the same? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everyone has their own idea of what the best bits are. That's true. And with Alan Jones, it's all the gay gear. It's all the, you know, calling people up and bossing them around and telling them to deport this person, <laughs> deport that person, you know, that kind of stuff. But can no. Have, can he have people deported? That's <laughs> right. Yes, he Apparently. can. Yes, definitely can. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Because I'm Alan Jones. Wow. But to me, this... <laughs> or John Michael. <laughs> it's a fine line. I'm telling you. Could he just could he just work the Hollywood in there, though? But have they ever been seen in the Alan same Alan Hollywood together? Jones? <laughs> <laughs> I don't no. Know. I don't know. But I'd like to hear Alan Jones do the... <laughs> 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 See, John a- Michael Hollywood <laughs> House, when he used to do GMA with Burton, they'd cross to him in LA. He used to do this camera, old... <laughs> Cinema kind of cranking camera thing <laughs> action. Camera. Alan Jones does have his own cranking action. This movie, this movie <laughs> type. <laughs> it's a fine line. John Michael House and Alan Jones. It's like the formula I worked out. 
Uh, Jack Nicholson plus mm. Liberace equals Willem Dafoe. Not Think bad. about it. Whoa. I'd love to demonstrate, but it takes Whoa. a long time to crank it up. And he hasn't stretched. <laughs> Here's the line that caught my attention about Alan Jones, uh, the excerpt from Chris Masters' book, Jonestown, available this week. Uh, this is talking about when Alan was a uh, school teacher at the age of 29 at King's School uh, at Parramatta. On the first Saturday of the school year, King's held its commemoration day. Parents were invited along to inspect the school, meet the teachers and observe emerging talent. Everyone what? remembers commemoration day 1970. Of course they do. According to one of the observers, the observers, uh-huh. the whole school was flabbergasted. <laughs> Resplendent in flared trousers and an orange cravat. <laughs> Alan Jones. Is that all he was wearing? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> was he twirling his moustache? <laughs> Alan Jones, unannounced, got to his feet and belted out a number from the West End musical Pickwick, If I Ruled the World. <laughs> How's and that? Then, and then took off in a hot air balloon. <laughs> By the sounds of things. And with then that outfit. In, I think, to one of the Sydney papers today, you've got someone from uh, 2GB calling in defending Alan Jones and comparing him to Jesus Christ. Well, have they ever been seen in the same room together? Just saying, there was another bloke a few years ago who this happened to. It's one of those letters. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never right. saw Jesus Christ getting around in the pea green slacks, no, though. No, neither do I. Yeah, because you always hear the, you know, I want to tell you about a friend of mine. He had some crazy ideas. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I used to wear sandals. Everyone thought he was a bit oh, out there. Yeah. You don't hear that. Yeah, I want to tell you about a little friend of mine. He had yeah. some crazy ideas. He used to wear this orange cravat oh, yeah. and pea green trousers. So if you've got your boss comparing yourself to... Jesus Christ while you're standing up in the slack singing If I Ruled the World. <laughs> Have you got a few maybe issues, do you nah, think? Nah. No, perfectly, no, perfectly fine. Yep. Perfectly how fine. near have you got to that rope? Like, where's, well, like, how's the most out of control you've got? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if you made of, any demands, surely you've made a few demands. The most out of control I got, let me think, there must be a time where I've, I've tried to throw my weight around a little bit. Yeah. No, look, not to that extent that I can think of. Where I've, I've never jumped in anywhere unannounced, I would like to think, anyway, in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm, I'm hoping we, there can be an observer like that. That's like having observer. an industry yeah. insider or a source close a to the couple. A fellow diner. A fellow diner. <laughs> Have you ever been bagged out by the industry sources? Has there ever been anything written about you and it's just been attributed to sources insiders? You know, mine is, is um, the... He's nice, so he can't be that nice, so therefore there must yeah, be something. Right, right. We don't have anything, but there must be yeah, something. Yeah. He must, you know, pull the wings off butterflies or oh. just, you know... That's taunt, a segment. Taunt, <laughs> taunt kittens with a little bowl of yarn, a ball of yarn that they aren't allowed to play with. He just stands at the other side of the room just going, ooh. This is all good stuff, bro. Yeah. yeah. This is, this is, well, know, maybe that's got to be something. <laughs> hey, what about that, that's that new segment we're working on? Well, it's yeah. called uh, when the. When the. <laughs> it's called <laughs> when the. And it's just when is Ed Cavalli going to do all the hundreds of segments he's been sizzling up all year? Come on. Listen, Martin, I've got music to play. When are you uh, doing this show from a canvas sack? I need a sack. I keep telling you. I've got, I'm ready. I'm sack ready. <laughs> but I can't, unless I've got the sack, i got nothing to do with it. <laughs> you may well get the sack. <laughs> what about your song? What have you prepared? Yeah, um, oh, Rich, uh, I've got some like... Lovely singing I've got some too. <laughs> Lovely You're looking me at me so vacantly right Trish, now. Trish, you. Are we, uh, will my, we on the preparation city my, limits again? It's just that my mind's a blank canvas. And this, I a, this will be done sans sack? <laughs> yeah, yeah that, okay. not without, uh, you know... Sackless. Sackless at the moment. Listen, 
my, uh, Rich, yeah. have I, um, I think I'm going to play some like big strumming guitar and, then, and then crack straight in with the vocals. Yes, yes. absolutely. <laughs> a big, big breath at the start. All right, uh, two, three, four. Yeah, great. Thanks. Thank you. You've done this one before. How dare you? <laughs> what is it? What if I ruled the world too good for you? <laughs> oh, yeah, cheap trick. See you on the other side. It's not Nickelback. That'd be Cheap Trick at Get This Around the Nation. In Melbourne last night, there was an earthquake. Rove McManus, you're based I got a bit of quake. Did you cop the quake action? Cop the bit of quake. Four seconds of shuddering. Mm. Now, people have sex, like, what is it, every, like, (laughs) 10.10 of a second, somebody's having sex. That means somebody would have, without realising it, have timed their sex to end during that four seconds. Yeah. How happy with themselves would they have been? (laughs) And it's not every day... uh, where you can actually ask, did the earth move for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it could be a legitimate question. That's fantastic. Really? If you could time it for those four seconds. Point ten, every point ten. <laughs> of- do you think people do? They sit there just going, do, you know, do, do, do I think an earthquake is going to happen sometime in the next 30 seconds? Because I could probably make it that long. Otherwise, I'll have to wait for... If I could just call, call someone... <laughs> What are you doing on the computer there, Ed Cavalier? Just looking up the uh, the Passiona High section of our website. Oh, how's that going? Passiona yeah, High. Good. It's going really well, actually. Is uh, a serial that Greg, uh, well, <laughs> Greg Fleet came up with it accidentally mm. on yes. air yeah, yeah, and yeah. somehow it's ended up being a, a segment on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah, sure yeah. how. And we've got some very good... Uh, Casting suggestions. Yeah, you know it. You know it. The cruel mathematics teacher. Mm. You are dealing with fractions. David the Duke Dickinson. <laughs> very Fantastic. good. Fantastic. So it has to be cast from people who have been on or mentioned on Absolutely the show. Absolutely right. So Rove's looking for a part. Right. Yep, sure. Looking for a part. Absolutely. Who could Rove be? Um, like at school. You know, what sort of person were you at school? I was, I was the... Uh, I was kind of in the middle ground. I was lucky because I was kind of above, like, the really nerdy kids oh, and yeah. below all the really <laughs> sporty guys. Oh, yeah. But I, I knew a lot of the sporty guys because I went to primary school with them and one of them was my cousin, so I was kind of allowed into that circle. Wow, yeah. no man's land. No man's land. Have <laughs> <laughs> we got someone on the line? Yeah, I think we do. And oh. the guy, I was the guy who could get away with stuff because I was kind of the silly, jokey one. Ah, so you could kind of get yeah. away with stuff with teachers. They yeah, liked that. Yeah, class yeah. wag, like Richard Marsden was. class yeah. wag. Yeah. In that it's film all those years ago. I think we've got Greg Fleet on the line. Are you there, Greg? I am indeed. And I think uh, Rose McManus has to be the, uh, the, the handsome drama teacher that the girls have got the crush on. Oh, yeah. Oh. Hey, would, I, would I have patches on my sleeves? Oh, no, that's, on my elbows? That's only when it moves up to Passione University. <laughs> <laughs> so what would that uh, character be called, Greg? Um, I think he'd be called... Uh, I think he'd have to one of those, you know, really interesting names like... Um, like yeah, or like, you know, Container Harrison or, you know, like... Weird. Container Harrison? <laughs> oh, that's on there. Why are you calling us, Greg? Where are you? I'm in uh, beautiful Brisbane and uh, you'll be very pleased to know this is absolutely true. I ran into uh, some young people yesterday. The show's a big hit in Brisbane. Everywhere I've gone, I went into a newsagent this morning and I went, Pete Fleet! So, <laughs> that's working for me. Was that just someone who you owed money to? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that goes without saying. <laughs> the government have worked that into the tax scheme. <laughs> the fleet provisions. <laughs> but uh, I met these uh, kids and they're at school and they, uh, they actually went to a school sports day and crossed out on their, uh, on their T-shirts or whatever with the name of their school, crossed it out and put Passiona High on the right? things. 
and competed primarily so that it would be announced over the PA system. <laughs> Fantastic. And finally, someone came third in the long jump. <laughs> yes. And the person actually announced it. And Theo, third place in the long jump. Catherine Harrison, persona high. Didn't get it right. But, persona uh, high. Yeah, it's, they, they, their school's based on an Ingmar Bergman film. It's not as popular as Passiona High. Hey, Greg, thanks for that. Have you got anything uh, you'd like to plug while you're on the line? Um, oh, I'm not really. Just uh, just me in general. Just the, uh, the Greg, Fleet, Greg Fleet Enterprises. But, uh, but what are you doing in Brisbane? I've been doing some comedy gigs. I've finished those. I'm actually going to Byron Bay tonight to do a gig there and uh, and just kind of, you know, be a hippie. Um, yeah. uh, Rove, we'd just like to point out Greg is now self-managed. <laughs> How's that going for you, Greg? Uh, it's, it's going okay. I, the self-management bit wasn't working out that well. I had a guy uh, ring me today for a gig in Tasmania, and uh, I booked that in. Um, I'm doing the gig for free, and I'm staying at his place. <laughs> and I got your uh, got your invoice last week. I'm not sure if the tax department will accept a serviette <laughs> with my ABN number on it. Oh, I thought that's what you wanted. Uh, Isn't that well, how it works? I think I'm going to have to get a real manager because I've, I've got to get this whole getting paid and being put in hotels thing worked out. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Maybe that'll be tomorrow's phone-in. Thanks for talking to us. And, Greg, yeah. we'll just go out with your improvised theme to Passiona High. School of the air leaves you alone. Come to the school that they call Passiona. Passiona High. 20 cents in royalty money coming your way. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. Let's get on the money. This show of yours, how long yes. has it been on? Uh, this is year six. Man, you must be network. looking for a new segment. The has well been, is dry. What's the least successful segment you've run? Oh, with? this week in history. What was <laughs> that? <laughs> it lasted two segments. Uh, we did The first time we just kind of went, maybe it didn't quite work, and the second time we went, no, it's just the segment. <laughs> it was the idea of taking a legitimate uh, in, uh, event from this week in history. <clears throat> first, first one was um, the invention of champagne, oh, and yeah. then it was the first mobile phone being used right, in, right, in America, right, right. and then we would write a sketch based oh, yeah, on those yeah, which would yeah. be performed live in the studio and it just didn't take off. Oh. I blame Ben Lee and his terrible 80s uh, outfit. Oh, yeah. It was him and Peter Hellier together. Maybe it just needed more Marslin. I think ah. that was the problem at the time, a severe lack of. Yeah. Okay, we need new segments. Hey, what about you, Richard? Have you floated any segments yeah, uh, to Rove that have been knocked back? Uh, no, I had one going at the start of the year, which was the Harrison Ford swear jar. Yes. Um, which has <laughs> kind of been on the back burner. But got stolen. Oh. The swear jar got stolen. <laughs> we had we actually did have a Harrison Ford swear jar uh, for guests who they would if they would yeah. wanted to swear on the show they could put money in in the jar. And someone st- was Greg Fleet on the show that week? <laughs> no, it had been going so well, and it was one of those things. The week before, I thought we just kind of leave it here, and there, there is money uh, you know accumulating in it, and someone you know probably stingray from neighbours. Yeah, I don't know. We go. And um, sure enough. The very following week, it's gone. Uh, so, so well, yeah. could have been me. We need, <laughs> we need an ideas shower in here. No, we do. We need an, an, a concept furnace. That's yeah. what we need. What have you got segment-wise, Ed? Anything that you yeah, can I reckon, slip to road? I reckon, I reckon. It, it, it might take a while. It'll have to be like a, mm. over a course of a season. Sure, right? we can build. We can build. Yeah. You get Shanksy, right? Now, Shanksy, yeah. uh, how's your... Like, let's say you get Shanksy at the start of the season. There's something he can't do. Yeah. Break dance, Spanish, you know, mm. pick up ladies. Uh, and throughout <laughs> the, you just, he, and then he goes on, 
he has lessons throughout the throughout the season, right. and he just gets better and better and better. And by the end of it, he's a Spanish speaking breakdancing lady killer. Mm. <laughs> I like it. It's an arc. It's in positive, fact, and it's, it's a an arc. Listen to this. <laughs> Got you just want it on the business card. That's what you want. It's got Ark. Yeah. It's got Marsland. Mm-hmm. It's got breakdancing. I love it. There you I go. I, fact, I can I, hear I, tumbleweeds I, in the studio. I, I just love the dramatic pause. It's got breakdancing. I can no, actually just, just soak that up. Yeah. Just soak that up. I can hear the air conditioning in my headphones. <laughs> See? That's how well that one it's, went down. It's got an Ark. Uh, it's got an Ark. It starts slow and it builds on you. They love an Ark. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't accept Ark. He yeah. added Ark. Yeah. Well, look, once it's in this room, yeah. It's everyone. <laughs> it's one of those words because we're picking up new phrases all the time. Razzle dazzle filter. That's yeah, yeah, one yeah. that you hear a lot razzle around dazzle here. Filter. Make yeah, sure things are being go put it through the razzle dazzle filter. filter before it goes to it. Content yeah. boost. That's the a phrase. Content boost is my new favourite. Were we being told we need a content boost? Yes, we need a content boost. Tone. Right. Okay, new segments. Uh, there was one on uh, Martin Malloy a few years ago. Shoot the celebrity in the ass. Yeah. Didn't you win a prize for that? I think we you did. You won a Ram Award for that. Some kind of radio industry award for, you know, combining uh, crossbow bolts with celebrity <laughs> clacker. That went down really well. I've got an idea for a segment which uh, really is a visual one. You can't do mm. it on the radio. It's, you know, celebrity lookalikes. Yes. That's too easy. The thing of combining two celebrities, like I was saying earlier, voice-wise, Jack Nicholson plus Liberace equals Willem Dafoe. Yeah, not bad. So, oh, nice. so what about with faces? Like, can okay. you do that? If you take this celebrity, that celebrity, they equal that celebrity. Okay. Now, that's an idea. Yeah. Well, actually, here's another short-lived segment we had, unlookalikes. Unlookalikes? People who don't look like famous people. <laughs> <laughs> we tried it once. <laughs> what was an example? It just... We had someone in the audience uh, who didn't look like Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> Some white man who oh. didn't look like Oprah Winfrey. Actually, here we go. Remember episode one of this? This year, yeah. Richard Marsland played unlucky the unlucky audience member. That's true, yes. Yeah, and right. that tanked. Mm. It was, uh, congratulations, you're tonight's unlucky audience member. Exploded. And then he blew up. Aaron Bacare. And the idea was we would, we would have... <laughs> Richard would play the unlucky audience member every other week. We'd say, now it's time for tonight's unlucky audience member. And he would be mauled by a Bengal tiger or something. That's funny. And we did the first one. He blew up and and it just didn't work. The amount of text messages I got after that. (laughs) My inbox was full. And Richard Marsland doesn't bear a startling resemblance to... Jackie um, Chan. See how you have to think. That's the key to it. Ah, You have to think. Who don't they look like? You instinctively would just go and blurt a name out, but you'd be worried, well, what if I do have... Happen to say Willem Dafoe, and he has a touch of Willem no. Dafoe. It's, I'm trying to think of an example of the A plus B equals C, and people wouldn't remember the last series of 24, the yep. new female boss, yep. Angelica Houston and Helen Mirren in one. I know it's you have to think back. Tough one. But the repeats will come on one yeah, night, you'll tough, see it, tough. and you'll go, Tony Martin was right for one. Do you know what I found? When you're comparing <laughs> one person to a celebrity, yeah. uh, they would have to look exactly like them for people to go, uh, uh. yes. Otherwise, people would go, no, they don't, no, they don't. The key is uh. that one kind of degree of separation where you say they look like they could be Gina Davis's sister. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's good. Sister, oh, that's mother, good or, or brother, or, or female version of. Yes. Oh, that's my favourite. I <laughs> want female version of. Had a, we had a friend at university, yes. and he was there. And then his sister started, you know, started at the university a couple of years later, and it just looked like he'd showed up with a wig. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he did. It was That's his sister. Did you yeah, ask? yeah, yeah. No, but it was quite alarming. <laughs> hey, so <laughs> yeah, okay, that could be a segment. What else have we got? There Is it a tank dry? Yeah, a few Quizmania style. Yeah, Quizmania. Word yeah. 
Just There's not enough of those on TV at the moment. I think we've got to throw it out to the listeners. Come to the rescue, everybody. Give us a call. New segments for Rove Life to boot it into its seventh year. Yes. That's what we're going to do. One triple three five three. Anywhere in the country, give us a call. We'll be waiting. If I have my time again. That's big audio dynamite with a bit of Peter Sellers in the middle there with Rush. We're up a certain mountain. McManus, as we attempt to find new segments for his program, mm. goes out on Channel 10. I think you'll find on Tuesday nights. Who have we got online? Hello, Brad. How are you? G'day, boys. I'm good. Yourself? Excellent, sir. Your idea for a new segment? Look, I, I just think with Rave Show being on Tuesday night, it's it's perfect timing to do a show that takes the piss out of the reality shows that have been on the previous night, like Idol yeah. and uh, Dancing with the Stars. And you call the show Care Factor. And you actually have comedians that are taking piss and doing impersonations of the performance from the night before. Yeah, so that's got, not care factor. I like that. And, and, well, hear it out. And, and the whole show is based on what a couple sitting on their couch are actually saying. Like, that really was crap, that performance by the chick that sang, I don't know, part of gold or part of glass. <laughs> and and would, uh, would this segment basically be what goes on at your house of an evening? <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's not just my house. It's at everyone's house, That's isn't true, it? true, yeah. yeah I think it, it is. The words that we were actually saying and thinking of at the time, and, you know, it, I just think it'd be great if someone did break their leg on Dancing with the Stars. Hey. You mm. know, they show that when the guy comes in with a parachute on the grand final, but, you know, they don't show it on Dancing with the Stars. So that's the thing. That's They had the skating one, and everybody, like, no yeah, one was yeah. getting voted out. They were all just getting cut and yeah. sent yeah, to hospital. Right. Sliced up and that's how they were getting eliminated. So that's if you right. can add that. We idea. need the Tonya Harding factor. We need, you know, oh, Carl yeah. Stefanovic to just go someone with a lead pipe. Oh, that'd be good. <laughs> Not too much to ask, surely. <laughs> Not against Care pro- factor. Against Care program, factor no? could work. Uh, hello, Hayley. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Yeah, good. Your uh, idea for Rove? My idea for Rove is my gross kids. A- and what happens? <laughs> <laughs> right, pretty much it would just be me following my kids around with a video camera mm, yep. um, to see the kind of things they put in their mouth. Are, how your, much are your kids are like worm-eating kids, that kind of yeah, deal? Yeah, 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 they're yeah. one and two. Yep. Um, and the amount of snot they can produce in a 24-hour period. See, right. I, I, wouldn't just, I wouldn't just restrict it to the mouth. My sister, when she <laughs> was younger, was walking around the house making this very strange kind of... <clears throat> snorting noise and my parents found that she had shoved orange peel up her nose. Oh, right. To the point where she was getting a nice citrusy sensation around her brain. So well, I that, think I think we if we open harmless. it up a bit more like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then you keep it. Then you then you've got that up your sleeve, so it doesn't just week after week people just go, oh, it's yeah, another mouth thing, isn't it? Yeah. You just go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Turn it on its head. Or what about the nose? Or you have a person who's just standing there mm. and the segment's called Where Have They Put Orange Peel? And you've got to <laughs> guess. Uh, you've got to guess oh, where the orange peel is. Where's gone. the peel? Pick yeah. the peel. Care right. factor. What's up my kid's nose? <laughs> Can we top these ideas? Hello, Grant. How are you? Good. How are you going? Excellent, sir. Your idea for Rose? Uh, just a person in a gimp suit doing everyday things. Uh, I, oh, <laughs> yes. Wait a second. I've, I think I've got the perfect casting. Richard yeah. Marsland. He would too. He's got no choice. I'd do it even if there were no cameras. So at the beginning <laughs> of the show, the, the gimp is released from his uh, trunk. Yep. Yep. And then we just see him over the course of the show doing what sort of stuff? Buying McDonald's. Buying right. McDonald's. Yes. Right, right, right. Uh, you may be hosting a, uh, a charity evening. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> receiving a giant novelty check. That'd be, nice. yeah. That'd be nice. Making an omelette. Yeah. <laughs> Sportsman's yeah. night. So what was What's that? that? 
A sportsman's night. A sportsman's night. Doing his tax. Best and fairest. Just anything. Thank you, Grant. Because it's hard out there for a game. Sorry. Hello, John. How are you? G'day, Ed. How you going? Excellent, sir. What's your idea? Uh, my idea was people who look like cartoon characters. Oh. oh, yes. Now, we've tried that before. Yes. Doesn't really fire. Yeah, oh, I really? usually get a run when anyone does that. Who do you get? I, computers for dummies, Where's Wally, oh, yeah, Harry yeah, Potter, yeah. any cartoon character yeah. with glasses. Yeah. Ed looks like, who did we work out? Uh, any. Car- just just a cartoon character. A generic cartoon Yeah, just a gener- generic cartoon character. Rove, what, who did you get? Did you get anyone, Rove? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't. I wouldn't mind having a... You know, if you could look like... So you, you could do a touch of the uh, Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> There's a character on Jimmy Neutron, the, gu- the one who puts on the, the superhero outfit and yeah. runs around. You could right. do a bit of that. I could do yeah. that. Uh, uh, Shanksy's got a touch of the... Uh, you know those two characters in Sesame Street that are always working out words? By seeing the sounds, but, 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 you know, oh, yes, two sort of purple monsters. Cheers. Yep, yeah. you got a touch of that. Not about a cartoon you. character though. And Shanksy's got a touch of the clumsy chef falls down the stairs to <laughs> illustrate different numbers. <laughs> <laughs> with varying numbers of flans. Remember that guy? Yes. Uh, he does. That's he, all we got time for. Although he had a stunt double for seven and nine. That's what I was told. <laughs> You're kidding. He no. couldn't do nine uh, strawberry flans <laughs> himself. What Trouble with the... <laughs> Thank you, everybody. And that's um, it. That's all we got time oh. for. That is spun bloody gold right there. Sorry to the guys we didn't get to. Kia Factor, what's up your kid's nose? My kid's nose. It had to be her oh, kid. Yeah, kids my kid's nose. Only her if kids. You go to her yeah. house every week. Everyday gimp. And then and you added in where's, where's the, the peel? peel? <laughs> wow. And Marslin falling down the stairs with plans. <laughs> Bro, thank Brilliant. you for coming in. A pleasure. Your show goes out 9.30, does it not, on Tuesdays? It does. And these ARIA awards are on Sunday. On Sunday night, yeah. And what can you sizzle something for that? Any surprises? Um, only that Keith Urban won't be there. Ah, yes. Ah. And uh, I see in the press release, uh, Keith Urban's on your show tomorrow night. Where he was meant to be, indeed. So <laughs> that would be interesting. Yeah, I think so. Instead, it's been an interesting weekend. Instead, just Richard Marsland slurring and swinging and jo- from Johnny the Knoxville. Speaking of people ah, slurring, Johnny Knoxville will be here. <laughs> okay. Done. All right. That's all happening on Rove. Thanks for coming in. And our key phrase today, I think it was. We're going to have an eye-popping, <laughs> cracking lot of kit on that stand. And we'll be back tomorrow with Ryan Shelton. Yeah. Woo. And it's all thanks to the next big thing from Mercedes-Benz. That'll be the Sprinter. Yeah.